Welcome back on this Friday afternoon on the News Hour. I'm Scott Beatty. Brian Barnhart is here. Illinois basketball in action again tomorrow against the Minnesota Golden Gophers, looking for a golden seventh win in a row as the Illini try to hang right there at the top of the Big Ten race. Brian Barnhart, the uh, Williams Arena, the barn, as they know, as it's known up there in Minneapolis, always a grand venue, of course, different this year, like every other place in the Big Ten without many people in the building. But Illinois took care of Minnesota handily to start the Big Ten season, but Minnesota's very tough at home this year. They are. They're winless on the road, 0-8, uh, and they're also 13-1 and at Williams Arena. <laughs> at home so <laughs> the only loss was to Maryland at home and they're trying to make the NCAA tournament and they certainly have some quality wins against some good teams uh, Michigan for instance mm-hmm. and Ohio State and Iowa <laughs> and so the their uh, RPI in that regard is is pretty good or they're you know they're ranking Ken Palm and all that but they're trying to become the first, I think, tournament team with, to not win a game on the road all year. Yeah. <laughs> and they've only got a couple of chances left for that. But, yes, they've been very good at home, and they shoot a lot better. They score a lot better. And I know there are basically no fans. There's a few fans, I guess, uh, in attendance for the game tomorrow, uh, family members and so forth. But, yeah, it's been kind of a Jekyll and Hyde, and now they're kind of limping along because they've got uh, Gabe Kalsher out with a broken finger that he suffered on their recent road trip. And then Liam Robbins – is a guy who their center is with an ankle injury that's bothering him. And he hasn't been practicing. He's just been playing games. So you've got the guy that's supposed to guard, ultimately, uh, potentially, Io DeSumo, and the guy that's supposed to guard Kofi Coburn, either out or banged up. So we'll see if that's a factor. Yeah, I mean, that helps. You would think that would help Illinois' chances. Of course, you want to see the best players play the best players and, mm-hmm. and have, have a true matchup as well. Now, this Illinois team, six wins in a row – the last two wins, Nebraska and Northwestern, have come, I think, for fans with some concerns because there wasn't really a complete game. And I, I guess there's kind of a couple ways to look at it. One, basketball's a game of runs. Nobody's mm-hmm. playing well 100% of a game, all 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So a win is a win is a win. The other kind of commentary I hear is, okay, but against better competition, you can't take, mm-hmm. t- take segments off in a game. And so it's just, it's hard to, you know, hey, just enjoy the winning streak and see how far it can go and see if you can win the league or, hey, you gotta, you gotta Mm -hmm. tighten even more screws so that you can go as deep as you want in the tournament. Yeah, there's always, it's always a mental game with fans because, you know, you're, uh, because this team has very high expectations. I think most everybody's figuring, hey, we're going to get to the Sweet 16 at least and, you know, I think that's where people are starting and then it's like, which is not guaranteed, by the way, but you know, they're in a pretty good position to do that as a one or two seed, depending on where they finish. But, you know, there's also, well, would you rather be losing these games? <laughs> I mean, you don't want to lose them either. So I, I totally get it, I mean, uh, in that regard. But I think the two areas they've really got to be more consistent in is free throws, which they've been either, like, really good or they've just missed a bunch of them. Um, and I think the other thing is turnovers. Those turnovers still kind of crop up. You look down and suddenly they've got 12 or 15 turnovers. When it comes to free throws, what I've been told from folks like Trent Meacham, from people who play the game, is a lot of them are actually mental. Mm-hmm. And Brad Underwood even said after the game, we missed a lot. That kind of shows where we were in our, in our mental space. Now, here's the thing. Illini can afford some margin of error there because they're so talented. Right. When you have two potential All-Americans mm-hmm. on your team, you can cover up a little bit. I think past teams couldn't afford that as much. 
I think that's maybe where the concern is. Hey, you oh, yeah. can't be mentally out for very long in a game. Oh no, and you do a game like that, and you're out of the tournament. I mean, it can happen, and that's the thing. And and you're going to win a game or two like these last two games, where maybe you don't play great, but you still win. You know the old adage about surviving and advancing. And other games, you know, there have been games even the Final Four team in '05. I mean, out of the gate, I think we only led or were fairly even with I think fairly Dickinson in that first round game, and you're like. Okay, what's going on here? You know, mm-hmm. why why are we even close? And then they blew them out in the second half, and and then they played just an unbelievable game a couple of games later against Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Just played lights out in blowing them out. So you're going to have kind of ebb and flow that you have during a season anyway uh, within the tournament. But yeah, I, uh, there's definitely a concern. You got to make enough free throws. You got to consistently make them. Uh, and Kofi's going to be the guy at the line a lot. They're going to foul him a lot, and and the numbers show that. The rest of them are all pretty good free throwers in general. Trent yeah. and Io and so forth, they're all over 70% and 80% in some cases. So, yeah, and then the rebounding at times, and Coach addressed this after the game the other night because Northwestern was in a couple of rebounds of us, that if Illinois dominates on the glass, cuts down their turnovers, and makes a third more of their free throws, they're almost unbeatable. Mm-hmm. But those are the three areas, I think, of kryptonite sometimes where if they don't focus on it, and Coach said he was going to fix it for the game tomorrow – with the rebounding, we should be out-rebounding teams by 8-10 to 10 every game. It shouldn't be that close. Well, we'll open up the notebook here, but just a programming reminder for everyone tomorrow. If you want to hear start to finish all of our programming around men's basketball, you want to be on our sister station, Light Rock 97.5, starting at 1230 for game day. And if you want to hear women's basketball, and then we'll dip in a little bit to the start of men's basketball, and then we'll go over to volleyball, and then back to the finish of men's basketball. If you kind of want to hop around our Illini Palooza tomorrow, be here on DWS. What is it? But the notebook here is brought to us by Guidos, Jupiters, Billy Baroos, and Seven Saints as the Illini take on Minnesota tomorrow. All right, this is Illinois' fourth time in the AP Top 5, 89, 01, 05, 2021. Of course, two of those teams were Final Four. One was at Elite Eight, so we're in that range again. Uh, the last Illini to average a double-double for the season, Nick Weatherspoon, the Spoon, in 1973. Averaged 25 points a game and 12 rebounds. Iodasumu just moved past Dave Downey on the all-time scoring list. So he's moving up the list. I think both he and Trent could be, I think, in the top 20 by the time they're done with their Illinois careers, depending on what that looks like. Uh, as far as Illinois at the barn, the Illini are 45-48 and 48 all-time in Minneapolis, just a little below 500. They had a tremendous streak there uh, at one point back a few years ago. Uh, the last trip to Minneapolis, Illinois lost 86-75. In that game, Trent Frazier had 30 in the loss. Hmm. And outside the barn, it was minus 30 degrees <laughs> that night. I remember that. Uh, so that's uh, impressive. And, of course, the last time Illinois played Minnesota, Kofi Coburn had 33 points and 13 rebounds. And a couple of notes on Richard Patino, of course, Rick Patino's son. Uh, this is how it's gone for Minnesota. 2014, they won the NIT, 25 wins. 25, I'm sorry, 2015-16, they went 2-16 and 16 in the league. In 16-17, he was the Big Ten Coach of the Year. A year later, 24 and 10. And in 1819, they beat Louisville, his uh, dad's team, old team at Louisville, uh, 22 and 14 record last year, went 15 and 16 last year. So then a little up and down over time. By the way, Jamal Mashburn started the first time for Minnesota the other night against Indiana, the son of the great NBA player. Yeah. Uh, he, we understand his dad will be in attendance at the game tomorrow, first time he's seen his son play in college. 
due to COVID. Yeah. And so that'll be interesting. But just some of the notes on the game tomorrow. Well, it sounds like some dads and moms and whoever else will maybe get a chance to see the uh, the Illini in action at the NCAA tournament. That just announced mm-hmm. today that fans will be allowed a very limited capacity, 25%. I have no idea how the logistics of that are going to work, how you no. get how you get a, ha- a hole of a ticket because everyone's going to want one. Yeah. And how big is Lucas Oil, 25% of – well, I'm talking NCAA tournament. They yeah, yeah. Anything about yeah, the not, Big Ten. yeah, not Big Ten. Well, yeah. it's a 70,000, but, but – how many courts are they going to have? How are they going to break that up? Yeah, uh, but there will be some NCAA play at Lucas Oil, yeah. so that'll be interesting what that number is. All right, Brian. <laughs> all we'll right. look forward to your call tomorrow. Yep. Enjoy all the Illini uh, sports. Yeah, stay warm. And the Illini Notebook with Brian Barnard is brought to us by Guido's, Jupiter's, Billy Baru's, and Seven Saints. And local news is next.